Out of my deck. Year opening, go. Welcome to Whatever Wednesday. Oh boy, that's still terrible. It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. You gotta you gotta have something just punchy and you gotta come in strong, you know, you're just like welcome to whatever Wednesday. You know? I didn't you know I don't have It's like, like, it's that, like right? saying like welcome to my speech. Thank you for listening to my, speech. To my speech. It's just like uh, uh, it's like a I monologue. don't know, bro. That's like a that's like a, I don't do that kind of stuff. You do that kind of stuff. I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm not cut off the showbiz, bro. Is no biz like showbiz. That would have <laughs> like been a showbiz. good opening. Anyway. All right, we're on. So welcome. Happy Wednesday to you. And uh wait, are you recording that? I'm I'm recording the whole time and excuse excuse that ridiculous intro. <laughs> I did no idea. <laughs> oh man, but you've been slagging me off all morning. It's not good, bro. It's not it's not good so far. Yeah. I don't like I don't like it when you get ill. You get you get mean. I know. I'm just like finished with it. I need perfection now. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Good. So hey, how the heck are you? Um I'm better than you by the sounds of things. Yeah, so you're all healthy, uh, going to the gym, on top of it, got your finances in order, discipling your kids, pastoring your wife. Experiencing yeah. church growth. Well, actually, the, the the current thing I'm experiencing is a pigeon problem. This is this is what what's going on for me at the moment. A pigeon problem. Have you ever had a pigeon problem? You mean like a ho- did a something happen to me that I've never experienced in in my life before? What's that? I I, I actually experienced like proper <laughs> hatred in my heart for a pigeon. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Like, have, I don't, have you ever seen this? Because okay, so this is the thing: we got new, we got new gusses. Mm-hmm. Okay, just build it like big, expensive job where to replace pipes and stuff all over the place. We got these brand new shiny gusses everywhere. We've only we, we only got them like six months ago, mm-hmm. right? They are full to the brim with pigeon poop. Ah. Oh. Brilliant. Full to the brim, and that stuff like it goes rock hard. I only noticed this because the other day it's raining, mm-hmm. and the rain is like cascading over the gutter, mm. right? And and it's going, it's flooding down so much that it's coming in through the kitchen window. So I phone up the gutter people. I'm like, "What is going on with the with the pipes that you put in? It's not working. You got to come back here. I'm getting all like irate to them. Mm-hmm. They bring the ladder. They climb up. Um, they climb up to have a look, and he's like, "Well, it's not." It's not the gutter. <laughs> and he took a picture of it. He showed me, right? It's right, like, honestly, it's just feathers and poop, like from the beginning, from wow. all the way to the top. It's just, and it's all like hard in there. It's just nasty because there's pigeons that are nesting hmm. underneath our solar panels. Bro, gotta, and they're just gotta, pooping you, everywhere. You got to clean that stuff up, bro. You got to get up there. You got to do I it. I can't. Dude, you you can't even do it. You apparently have to get like you have to get um, like special decontaminant stuff because there's so many parasites and germs and pigeon poop. It's called. Did you know pigeon poop is called guano? You're just like a it's man like of the cloth. Men of the cloth don't clean pigeon poop. No, no, you don't. You absolutely do not. <laughs> well, I said to the builder, I said, "Well, could you take care of it?" He's like, "No, I 
so I'm like, but I'll pay you. He's like, I don't need the money. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, I'm, I'm not doing it. And yeah. then, um, yeah, so he's just like, no, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get someone else for this. Guy. So I, I, I could do it. I just don't want to. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just That's like, so nasty. Gotta say. So anyway, I see this pigeon. I'm just driving along, and this pigeon flies down, and lands on the thing, and it's just looking at me. Oh. And honestly, I looked at this thing, and I just thought, like, I felt <clears> proper <throat> hatred. Like proper hatred in my heart, like not just like like stuff you sort of hatred, but like I'm going to kill you and watch your make your children watch kind of hatred, you know, like like right. serious resentment for this pigeon. That's... And then I'm wondering, like, is that sinful? <laughs> well, I mean, that was pretty dark, you know. I mean, you just been, <laughs> you've been pretty dark right there. I mean, I don't know. So if it's not sin, it's certainly freaking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I can't, oh, I'm so cross with the pigeons. And do you know what the worst thing is? Is that the reason why the pigeons are nesting under my solar panels is because my neighbors are like bird fanatics. Uh, and they see, have like 17 there. bird feeders yeah. in their garden. Right. And right? you have to love your neighbor. And you have to love your neighbor. <laughs> As my you love neighbors, yourself. As you love yourself, but my neighbors, they're not loving me. They're loving the birds that yeah. are filling my gutters with poop. Right. So, so they live on our roof uh -huh. and then just swoop down into the neighbor's <laughs> garden, gorge, you know, gorge themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, well, I've, I've experienced similar, I mean, and, and we're getting more into the zone now because, um, in fact, this happened on Sunday. We've got these neighbors. We've had like this bad diagonally to our house, right? Our actual neighbors are super awesome on both sides. Okay. But then behind, yeah. behind, uh, and, and actually behind as well, just, um, you know, the backyard kind of thing. There's a, there's another house. But then on the, on the one diagonal end, right, it's been like a rental or something. So we've had a whole bunch of people come through. And uh, the first round were, were gangster rappers, man. You know, just like really? the whole deal, you know. I mean, and they, they would play this this heavy bass that, you know, I don't really consider myself to be too much of a, you know, like a like a grouch neighbor kind of guy. You know, I don't yeah. care. I mean, if the thing that just like on Saturday, I mean, we've always had like noisy neighbors. It's just been the thing. And it's fun. Yeah. But but like on Saturday night, got to preach the next day. And there's just no way yeah. that you can preach. You can't even stop the noise. You can't even put earplugs in and stop the noise if there's this crazy bass, you know. It just pierces through yeah. everything. And um, and so we had that. And then you're just constantly on, on you know, dialing up uh, noise control and getting that sorted. Anyway, so that was that. And now we got this whole new setup with... Um, you know that like a new family's moved in with these like like I don't know about three hundred kids or something, and I've uh, mm. set up like playland in the backyard and dude it's so noisy, and um, and so just you know working at home in my in my office over here, um, oh boy yeah there there've been some real times where I've just been like oh my goodness, you know I, like the murder thing is real, <laughs> you know the, the hatred slash murder <laughs> you know if yeah. you if you hate without cause you you've murdered I mean I get that. It's a full-on thing. Yeah. But I remember a guy who would start, I actually went over when I was staying, you know, he three in the morning, he would start playing um, his bongo drums, but he wouldn't even keep a rhythm. He'd be like out of rhythm, you know, like an out of rhythm bongo player at three in the morning, obviously just getting high and what, you know, just deciding to bring out the bongo, bongo drums three in the morning. Honestly, man, that drove me to the end of my rope. I actually went over there and shouted oh. at him. 
<laughs> that was One I think time. it might have been before I was uh, a Christian. But anyway, so bottom line is the the hatred of neighbor. <laughs> Tell me you've never shouted at a neighbor in your Christian life. Uh, in my Christian life, dude, I went, I went, I went out out of the house once we had some guys walking back where we used to live Mm -hmm. it was like the it was the pathway from one of the local pubs which didn't have a very sort of upmarket clientele let's put it that way Mm -hmm. and um and so about three o'clock in the morning they'd all sort of you know get hoofed out of the pub they'd start and honestly there's this one the couple you know there's one group of people it's like maybe two or three guys (laughs) and a girl they're just effing and blinding right outside our house my you know my girls are literally you know just there and you can hear like every word because it's the middle of the night right so i listened to this for a while i'm just thinking come on guys move on move on move on you know they normally do it for a bit and then they stagger on their way but these guys they were just camping out right in front of my house Mm. so you know i'm 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 in bed it's three o'clock in the morning i'm sleeping it's all I've got on is my pants, you know, mm-hmm. my, my jocks. Mm-hmm. So I go downstairs and, and I've had enough. So I just storm out the bed. I go downstairs, open the door. I just walk out into the street in my jocks, bro. <laughs> and, uh, and start, and I think, you know, I think that was a sight in and of itself. I think that just sent them, you know, Dude. just seeing a, a big hairy man. In well, his... was, was your back shaved? Uh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. I was, yeah. I was in my full coat, full winter coat at that point. <laughs> that that would have been, uh, um, that would have been downright scary. Totally. No, no, totally. Yeah, well, actually, the one guy wanted to pick a fight with me. It was only because of his girlfriend that he, you know. Oh, really? So, like, the, yeah, so it's, it could have it gone very badly, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's always interesting to me to see how people, like, I don't think I have, like, I've certainly, like, fantasized about, like, serial murder and stuff like that, you know, in my seething hatred. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I've always had a lid on it. You know, I, I haven't, I haven't necessarily, I'm not walking around the house like a, you're making Candace's life a nightmare, maybe, you know, but, um, but I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily. <laughs> you're the master of, of you just bottle it down deep. Just, yeah. just squash it down in their mind. Well, it don't is. Let it out. I don't know what it, yeah, it doesn't really. Nonsense. You're, you're the opposite of that. It went growing up. You used yeah. to flare up all the time. But I did meet Jesus. So that was the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I am not the I'm man glad, I was. Glad was. It had an impact. Yeah, but seriously though, how do you deal with how do you deal with awkward neighbors? Because no matter what I do on this whole kind of pigeon poop thing, right? Yeah. Um, I can I can either go the way of non confrontation, yeah. which is basically like turn my my roof into a pigeon Fort Knox kind of thing, mm. where no mm. pigeons getting in there. In or out, alive, you know, mm. it just spikes everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's going to make my roof look nasty. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost me a bunch. Um, but no confrontation with the neighbor, no pigeons landing on my roof again, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the non confrontation route. Yeah. Uh, the other option is to go say to them, hey, look, glad you're having a great time with the hundreds of flipping birds that are, you know, honestly, Mike, you, you, you have you <laughs> lost uh, yesterday. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were sitting out. It was this beautiful, sunshiny day. You can't <coughs> even hear each other in conversation. There's so many birds chirping. They wow. just love it over there. It's like 
bird paradise. <laughs> and, and I mean, there's just like whole swarms of birds. I mean, what do you call them? Flocks, whole flocks of birds yeah. that are, are like, I've never seen so many varieties of species in England. Wow. Like, you know, there's only like two birds in England and there were like 40 different kinds. They must be coming over from Europe just to eat food in this, in this, um, in this garden. Anyway, it's so loud. So like, do I go to them and they'll say, man, like, I'm glad you're enjoying the birds, yeah. but like, just tone it down a little bit. Could you just like maybe drop it down to like 10 bird feeders, mm, you know, mm. something like that? Yeah. Like, do you do that? Because I can guarantee you, I know this is going to go. They're going to be like, no. Yeah. And then it's going to be a thing. Like, I've asked you nicely. You've said no. What do I do now? You know, and then there's the, the, the you know, the total thing where I just actually start, you know, getting a pelican and shooting the birds in their garden. Totally. So I think, um, I think let's apply the two age sojourner rubric to this whole thing. Yeah. Because Get the police involved. Well, yeah. I mean, like that's, that's, it's an honesty. I've, I've gone there. It's an honestly liberating idea. Like, like it'd be one thing if you were living in an anarchist sort of scenario where, you know, no one cares. And, but I've, I've often like, you know, I've been at that bottom. I mean, and truly this thing brings you to your knees, you know, like when you're three o'clock in the night, you know, and you're just basically, you know, you got a big day, you can't sleep. It's a, it's a desperate situation in some ways, you know, it's, it's kind of stupid on one, at one level, but if it recurs and I don't know, I, don't, I just felt like it's honestly been quite a traumatic thing in a long term, um, in, in its various, uh, uh, manifestations over the years in, in rentals and, and, um, and, you know, even in the house that we have now. And, um, and so I remember just, you know, getting down to that darkest point and, um, and, and exactly, I mean, you kind of go, you've got these options, right? You could just go there and you could like sort of take the proverbial shotgun and, you know, just bust mm -hmm. right in there. And, and probably you're right. I would have done that back in the day. I, ha I remember I did do something similar, but we won't talk about that now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> there, there was, uh, you can know, you, can you, can you be incarcerated for crimes you committed in your past when you're not a Christian? <laughs> don't you know. know. I don't can, really can, want can to find be prosecuted out. For that? Yeah, probably. So, um, because uh, Christians anyway. are sharing their testimonies a little too freely, if you ask me. Like, <laughs> <I know>. it's, <laughs> like, it's like, hey, I used to kill people, but now I'm a Christian. I'm like, hang on. <laughs> like, well, you know, <laughs> some people would consider that a confession. <laughs> and actually, I heard some done. guy the other day say, like, I, I, you know, really, I should have been charged as a, as a, for war crimes. And I'm like, <laughs> right, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you do, can't that, do that. You, yeah. you still have to, you know, anyway, sorry, I, I, I digress. Yeah, go turn what yourself in, war crime guy. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, all right, yeah. Anyway, so basically, coming at it, you, you've got that that knee jerk response, and and obviously, if we all go that way, it's it's looking pretty dismal pretty quickly. Um, you've got the the I think just the quiet life, be a Christian, be a good citizen thing, which I think does require like you know in our case, um, it's worked both ways. Like in some instances, you just you could just go over to your neighbor. If you feel like there's that possibility of talking or whatever, it's not a dangerous situation or something, and um, and just say, hey, here's here's my here's my thing. I'm just as nicely as possible, you know, just in the way that you would want to be approached about this stuff. You put it down. Who knows? Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. At least it's a good starting point. Usually the authorities tell you to do that anyway, if it's safe to yeah. do that. So it, it's got to be the good starting point. Um, in, in our situation with this diagonal house, there was this one kind of crew that was, was not, a, 
I don't know, it wouldn't have been safe to do that. Let's put it that way. Kind of on the, the gang side of things. And um, and I just, you probably have to exercise wisdom depending on what you, you're looking at there. But, um, but, you know, bottom line is like, okay, well, I'm going to trust in God's common grace, authority mm-hmm. structure. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I just kept on thinking, I mean, this shows I must be a Klein fan, right? But even in those times, I kept on thinking of that expression, tolerated sojourner. And, and the idea of toleration in that we're not yeah. in the ideal. It really does help. Like you're just, if you get rid of the expectation that you're in heaven now and just because you got your little piece of land and you bought your house that all of a sudden, you know, you really, everyone needs to submit to your sort of sphere of perfection. It just doesn't work like that. And you just, you realize, okay, like, like Kelvin said, whenever you encounter the folly of your children, of your wife, of your neighbors, let, let that you know, sort of uh, catapult you into thinking of the uh, of the misery of this life and the and the only way that there's any hope and that's in the next life. You know, yeah. and, and so you just kind of like let it fall on you and go. You know what? This is just a reminder that you know th- there's no way to get a perfect sort of thing going on here. But in God's ameliorative mercy, you know, he he gave us this this uh, way that we can actually, I can phone noise control, you know? Um, yeah. And there's the sense of fairness and justice and, you know, that that really I don't deserve even. Uh, but but I remember the guys came over, the noise control guys, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we had a couple of failed mm-hmm. attempts and it just didn't work. And then the one time they come over and they, dude, it was big, total bust, obviously just came at the perfect time. They confiscated the stereo, you know, it was just totally, really? totally epic, you know, they were just totally quiet afterwards. And um, Wait, so and, you have like your own noise control people? Uh, in our like, yeah, city district, I suppose, yeah, you know, a little council. Interesting. I'm yeah. not sure we have anything like that. I think you would have something like that. Everyone... Yeah, maybe it might be a bit different. I don't know. It's just the Popo, bro. There's like only two policemen in Felix, though. They ain't got time uh, for this. Yeah, I wonder. Interesting. But um, yeah, well, I think they actually get it quite a lot. They were quite pro. You know, our, our noise control guys are like Jedi, you know, so that, you know, wow. t- take it with the matter of extreme seriousness, you know, <laughs> and they get in there. And uh, anyway, so it just, it kind of, it didn't sort the problem out, but it kept on, it was a legitimate means and you know normally where i where i I just what i was the point i wanted to bring out here is perhaps before i got into the hole when i was more in my anabaptist phase you know where i'm just like listen i'm gonna turn the other cheek i'm gonna um i'm gonna be this nice guy following jesus i want to have a good witness for the gospel there's no ways i'm gonna get this guy's you know uh stereo confiscated <laughs> you know what i mean that's not very christian of me yeah and i just conflated the whole thing in my mind and it was really liberating to know you you know it, it's okay to 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 make that have that recourse and make that appeal and uh you know god has given uh, us that sort of thing so there might be a sense in which in your in your um situation there is a, a recourse you know that, that there are some legal things that you know and i would go there Basically, it's a peaceful way to to move forward. In some sense, you know, you're all moving together yeah. you know, as common citizens. You know, and at least then you're doing something. That's the thing, because I think it's the inactivity yeah. and the just hopelessness. Sometimes you just see it all developing, and you're like, oh boy, you know, what am I even going to do? But you know, in, in common grace, you usually have something like that, and you know, where you don't, um, that's not the way. You know, it should be. That's usually a fault of, of the government, and uh, you're in a less than ideal situation then. And it, it just gives you, again, reason to be thankful when you can 
even have some sense of legal something or other to 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 move along you know you, you realize it's just it's kind of like taking a, a painkiller when you have a headache you're like dude i don't deserve this you know what i mean mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. thankful for it though amen to common grace you know yeah so when when would you apply the the kind of turn the other cheek thing or well, what is the application that, of the turn the other cheek thing though well i would say that that is you know let's say for example um you've got a um someone who's well i mean there i think what, what's directly in view of course is the is the gospel and the ministry and the mission and that sort of thing so, so it's kind of the persecution persecution for the sake of the gospel absolutely so i don't know don't create a christian mercenary force uh yeah i mean like if you're if you're um well i mean the obvious um uh what do you call it illustration i often use is like if you've got someone self-defense you know if if you've got if you're in the street and someone's you know, come to attack you and your family. I mean, obviously, self-defense is totally legitimate. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. it's an expression of love for whoever you're protecting if you defend self and yeah. others. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be unloving not to do that. Um, and, and so really turn the, the other cheek is not, is not a thing in that situation. But if you're, um, if you're preaching the gospel in a, let's say, um, I don't know, or you're just out sharing the gospel on the street. I don't know. I'm just kind of coming up with this stupid situation, but let's say you're out there sharing the gospel and someone, someone does become antagonistic toward the gospel and wants to make you suffer for that. I think it would, it, it would be, you know, something that you'd really honestly, I mean, obviously the first thing is always to try and move away from it, you know, to not invite it, um, yeah. to, to flee it, so to speak. Um, but in those situations where you're, you're stuck, not to retaliate is that is the basic idea yeah. to act in the opposite spirit. The other, you know, I mean, I think it does overlap with your with your neighbor when um, when you're you know they know you're a Christian, for example, you know, yeah, um, and hopefully that would be the case at some level. Then um, you know, what are you going to do? That's kind of like the noise control thing because it's anonymous and, you know, it just keeps it out of that. But in your situation, you know, obviously if you, or if in my situation I approach directly, you'd want to make sure that you're not going in there like swearing and, you know, just uh, just uh, <laughs> yeah. totally, totally yeah. killing the witness of the gospel. Uh, but, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it sort of upholds the witness of the gospel when you go in there and say, listen, you know, uh, I'm, you know, as a neighbor, you know, I am, I am wanting to talk to you directly. I don't want this to get ugly. I'd love to be able to resolve this personally. Um, we do have recourse in these, in these areas and, you know, it wouldn't be anything malicious or personal, but you know, the ideal would be for me to, to speak to you and this so, because I'd want you to approach me this way. I'm loving you as I'd love myself at that, at that level. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's a lot better than, than that sort of malice that, um, that often accompanies the, Oh, the neighborly like the, what warfare. I felt for that pigeon yeah all by derivation was... the neighbors Andrea yeah well what I felt for that pigeon Mike I don't think I've ever felt in my life before it was I mean, a scary feeling yeah totally. I wanted to rip it apart feather by feather bro so it's worth going to my neighbor to talk about this even if it could result in him <clears throat> So being like, oh, you won't believe what the supposed pastor, you know, he came over asking me, saying my birds are pooping all over his roof and he doesn't like that and wants yeah. me to get rid of my birds. And now, I'm, you know, yeah, because I mean, they're, look, they're weird neighbors, bro. Like, yeah. um, you know, we caught them like, like on our property once, just like having a good old, 
old like nose looking through the windows, like just full on checking stuff out. <laughs> it's weird, you know. Yeah. Like so, we don't really know them because we, we're just a bit a bit wary of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think there's real. I mean, yeah. To to you know, it might even be enough. I mean, look, the extreme sort of. I don't know. It would just be, hey, go introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? Hey, come over for dinner. Get to know them, and in that context, to to sort of talk to them. I mean, that would be the the ideal, you know. Um, but I think the thing is, as a pastor or as a Christian, you're just really being the the thing you're holding yourself to. Is at that level is to be a good citizen, right? You're being a good yeah. human being, and and you're wanting to to play this out in a way that that reflects what Christians are called to do. They're called to obey government. They're called to be, you know, good neighbors, literally. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that doesn't, you know, to be a good citizen and a good neighbor doesn't mean, you know, necessarily to to just, you know, never get involved in. Um, anything that that requires some sort of back and forth and, and and push back on your part and you know i mean a good citizen would be required to to vote and care and you know and and say something yeah. when something's going wrong and and to uh and and to join the public outcry when there's the need for for um the government to intervene or you know all of those things are certainly uh, what what individual christians are called to it's not the church's thing you know i don't think as a as an organization to to do those things but an the church as an organism, as an individual Christian, you're, you know, you're an active citizen. You, you are a true citizen and a, and a true neighbor is what yeah. you want to be going for. So, so you can make use of things like law courts. And I mean, Paul did that all the time, didn't he? he yeah. Um, there's a few, a few occasions in acts when he, you know, used his Roman citizenship as a, for sure. As a card, the get out of jail free card. Yeah, I think the thing with law courts is just you're not. Pro- I mean, as long as you're not taking Christians to court and that sort of thing, you know. Um, obviously, yeah. that's that's. Where is it, it gets ever crazy. appropriate to take a Christian to court? <clears throat> well, I mean, like I suppose the difficulty with that is that some people would carry the the name Christian, but you know, have no church affiliation, yeah. have no, you know, uh, perhaps they have have some sort of nominal Christian thing. So you got to be careful. I mean, I, I, I would think about that as applying, you know, you have a, a struggle with someone in the church, you know, and, and you're under the same church yeah. authority structures, or at least uh, some sort of equivalent identifiable church authority structures, and to circumvent those and go straight to you know the the display of your of your um, argument to display your argument to the world and to to think of the world as a as a as a wiser court of authority is is where the sin lies. You know, so I think as long as you get that, what's actually being you know um, presented there in terms of what Paul's arguing for. Um, yeah, because he's they, talking they about be... petty stuff as well, not not criminal stuff. Is it? Oh, so there like we if go. Someone's... <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah, good point, yeah. Um, if someone's like properly, like, I don't know, like a, like a child abuse thing, oh, like dude. That, you yeah, should no. definitely take that person to court and prosecute. Without a doubt. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously the assumption there is that, you know, again, you're obeying the law and, and, uh, if something's criminal, that's just a whole different matter altogether. And you can't just say like, well, that was before I met Jesus. Now I'm a, <laughs> now oh, I'm no. a Christian. So it's, you know, just thinking about just it now. sharing my test. It, it's so important. <laughs> I know it's so important for people to get this right, right? And you just actually, as I'm talking about it now, I'm realizing, yeah, I mean, it's just there is a whole lot of 
dismal. Well, there's a dismal lack of clarity on this stuff, you know, and and there's a it has massive impact on the way Christians behave. You know, it's terrible. You actually do have to be very clear. Well, I mean, it's, it's relevant it's to been two the kingdoms. reason that a few. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it. the reason a few, you know, mega pastors have been um, uh, have been ousted from ministry is because they've just misapplied this kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, so there we go. You know, it's um, but the, the other thing though, as a Christian, just coming back to the neighbor thing, and even I suppose mm-hmm. where this might apply in other areas, you know, where you do have a Christian like approach to the whole thing is that you're. You're not bringing. You're, you're you're working against your own malice, you know, where uh, for for a Christian reason. So, in other words, um, where someone has said something very very nasty to you in the process of this trying to figure out what's going on with the pigeons, um, you're not going to retaliate in in that way. And yeah, that's a yeah. strong Christian yeah. witness. I mean, that's not just only something that applies when you're being persecuted for the, for the sake of the gospel or something. That's just you as a Christian, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to turn the other cheek in that sense without it, without a doubt. And, um, and that's going to shine forth a Christian witness without a doubt. And then, you know, even to do something kind, you know, uh, in response to the evil that was done to you, um, man, it's, uh, that's powerful right yeah. there. Uh, and and all of yeah, that. So you're not going to descend into like a mudslinging gossip, gossip thing. You're not going to play, you know, like the politician game. Exactly. Where it just kind of gets dirty and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think that's helpful. So yeah. you can you can make use of the channels, but just you know, don't. It's like it's. I guess it's it's similar to the 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 thing that Jesus taught, where he said, "Innocent as doves, but shrewd as serpents." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Totally. That's what we have to be. Don't don't kind of soil yourself. Don't don't do anything that would kind of taint your behavior in in sinfulness. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <clears throat> but you have to know how to how to work the system. Yeah, can't be I, naive. Totally. And I think you know it might just be a matter of talking, saying, "Hey, you know, as best you can, can we resolve this? Um, if not, well, you know, just." You know, really, not to be simplistic about it, but how would you want to be approached in that whole process? You know, so to 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 bring along some apple pie the next day and get listen. I just I want you to know that I have nothing against you personally, and I'm just really sorry we couldn't work it out. Um, you know, it's just bear with me as as we take this to the authorities and try and come up with a fair solution. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like no one's mm-hmm. ever going to do that when they've hit that level. For you to just retain that level of warmth is just amazing. You know, if, if people do that, I mean, the, immediately that that's salt and light right there. Um, yeah. So yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's all. It's all. It's really important, isn't it? I mean, this is really what life in the world. You know. Yeah, it's real life. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's. It's the, it's it's where being a Christian counts in terms of witness. It's it's the you know we always talk about personal evangelism, inviting mm, people mm. to church and that kind of thing. But actually, a lot of that doesn't work because we don't you know know our neighbors, yeah. don't interact well with our neighbors, that mm, sort of thing. Mm. Um, it's a similar matter with work, I suppose. You know, if you've got a problem at yeah. work, what do you do about it? You know, is there a process? Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to just be the 
the the whipping boy for everyone or, or uh, you know is there a legitimate place for you to be a christian and state your grievance you know and to get it resolved and be warm and be a true authentic witness mm-hmm. well yeah there must be and that's that's why christianity works it's the only system that allows for that you know it's the only um yeah it's the only uh, thing that allows you to actually live in the world but but not be of the world so uh more we can say there but that's a that's a good um good slough for wednesday i reckon just I mean, that's what this podcast is about, bro. We're just, you know, just, living in the two ages. You know, two yeah. ages. Just, you know, pigeons, neighbors, P- the whole pigeons, thing. Pigeons, that's it, man. Oh, I can hear them, bro. I can hear them now. They're cooing. Because I'm, I'm, I'm in the top thing. I can hear them. They're in the roof. They're, they're, they're just, here's the best part. Here's the best part. Just taunting me. The best part, bro, is that pigeons what? are going to be in the age to come as well. Yeah. <laughs>